Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. It is a Sunday night. I came off of three days, three days of like Zoom teachings. Let's happened? be honest, you've come off of like 20 days of I Zoom I know, teaching. I know, I know. But I think I did. Did I do a class Friday? I'm, I'm completely fucking you lost. You did. Yes, I did. I did a class Friday. I did a class yesterday. Oh I did a class today. And tomorrow I have my peer assessment. Woo. I'm looking oh forward God. to it actually. It's it's virtual. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be super interesting. I've only been peer assessed once and that was at the beginning of my massage therapy career it was like 15 16 years ago and that was like right after I got my license I got peer assessed and I haven't been peer assessed since so I'm kind of excited I'm kind of excited I was peer assessed like four years ago and I have another one coming up so I still don't understand how you managed to just it's slide not about manage, it's not about manage I know I, I would have gladly accepted a peer assessment you know, <laughs> many times before that no they're actually not bad so I have another one coming up well hey everyone it's Amanda and yes it's late Sunday night and I kind of want to be curled up in bed but (laughs) our wonderful guest who just came off of studying (laughs) agreed to come in tonight and so we couldn't pass it up studying yeah what what do you got what do you got coming up anatomy i've been my exams coming up so i'm just preparing for that right now yeah so wait oh so you guys have like exam weeks and stuff right oh yeah right because you guys are you guys are community college yeah exactly ah because private career colleges there's no exam well some of them have exam weeks and stuff like that like when i was at Mm -hmm. ccmh ccmh i went to ccmh yeah they had exam weeks like this is the midterm week and this is your final week and blah blah Mm -hmm. blah but other career colleges that have these rolling enrollments and module systems and all the rest of it no we didn't have have exam exam weeks it's like you have a midterm for this course and you have your final for this course and when you take the next course you have your midterm you have your final so it's like yeah so it's not like it's not like you're jam-packed with a billion exams all at the same time and when i was doing curriculum design for the place that I was working for that was one of the things that I wanted in place I'm like let's not have exam weeks because that yeah. is fucking murder on students I'm right, right now. let's yeah. let's also <laughs> not have them do a billion subjects all at one time let's have I them agree. do two or three subjects I at a time that. get that out of the way and then move on to the next two or three yeah. and I, I don't work there anymore but I know they've changed everything around since I've left yeah. and I'm like oh, not just because I, I I wrote that I'm like oh that was so sweet <laughs> I actually I feel like a lot of the changes that happened and this I've no basis for saying any of this were just because I know the people that came after me did not like me and I feel like yeah. it was almost just change just to change yeah. just to get the shit out of here whatever Mark did get rid of it oh we don't gosh. like that guy a lot well, of guess enemies, what eh? <laughs> guess what I don't like you either. <laughs> oh. Well, let's actually introduce our guest. So we have Yvonne here who is a whole bunch of things to Hi, us. Yvonne. She's a client, which she's given us permission to say so. And I have actually spoken about this particular client before because she is an athlete and has suffered some major injuries. And we're going to talk about Too some many. of that tonight. Uh, one happened the same day that I treated her that evening. <laughs> it's your fault. She texts me after treatment <laughs> no, to tell me not. about the injury. Please don't. I'm like... I'm traumatized from oh this. Oh my God. Anyway, and uh, she's also a massage therapy <laughs> but, but you student. do good work though. You do good work. She I, did great work that I, day. I actually used... It, I, I taught a record keeping course today and we were talking about uh, we were, we went on so many fucking tangents and one of the tangents was talking about dealing with patients and doing assessments and I brought up you with your patient who you tested positive home and sign for a deep mm-hmm. vein thrombosis and then she jumped on a plane that night and then uh, she ended up going to the hospital with a pulmonary embolism or mm-hmm. something like that right mm-hmm. yeah I talked about that today so yeah you didn't I'm, I'm just joking around <laughs> no I know you guys I know you don't think that I caused it <laughs> but I did 
did tell Yvonne the next time I saw her, I mean, I didn't see her for a while because it was a pretty significant injury and yeah. uh, she didn't come back for a massage for a while. But when she did, I said, I have just been traumatized since that because I felt I felt it coming. Yeah, I felt, no, I it, felt coming. it too. I felt it there too. <sighs> and you warned me. I did. I did. So, okay. I, I can clear my conscience a little bit. Yeah, it's not your fault. Uh, the other reason that she's here is, as we said, she's a massage therapy student and she's dealing with being a massage therapy student during these weird times and uh, we were telling some stories off mic just about all the shit that the students have to deal with right now because of covid and you know what it really fucking sucks like i try to put a positive spin on everything but right now after by the end of this year, I'm just at the point now where, no, you know what? It just all fucking sucks. This really sucks. Mm-hmm. Straight up. So why don't you introduce yourself a little bit, uh, you know, what what semester you're in, how you decide to get let's into massage this. therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's find out how you, because because she is a former client of mine as well. And uh, Yeah, I swiped her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll go to any of you guys. <laughs> Honestly, don't mind. Don't fucking lie. No, um, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> and, and I know you were kicking around different ideas. It yeah. wasn't always massage therapy, no, right? Yeah. So why don't we start there? Tell us a little bit about your athletic background, because sure. didn't that have a play in where you went to school 100%, as well? Yeah. Right on. So just, yeah, let's give it a general introduction to you and sure. what's going on. Okay. Well, I've been playing basketball for six years competitively. Um, I just graduated from high school last year, and I'm in my semester three of massage therapy right now. So when you say competitive basketball we're not talking about the high school you went to we're talking no. about ball outside, outside right? yeah i played high school and outside okay so, cool, yeah. cool cool yeah um my first choice was not massage therapy i was going to go to university to do kinesiology but just to stay home with my mom i didn't want to leave her alone so i was like hey let me just stay home <laughs> let me stay local so then i was gonna do Sweet, um by the way yeah you know i can't she, leave her alone does she appreciate that she appreciated i know she, she does yeah, she won't she admit does. it though but she will to me behind your back they're, behind my back, they're yeah. like bffs her yeah her my mom. mom's like my sister but <laughs> really? that's another story mm, but okay. um yeah no so because i didn't go to kinesiology i was gonna go do um fitness and health promotion right then i got my injury in august when the day of mandatory to me um so i was like i can't do this because obviously i have to be physically active so mm. i decided to do my second best or third best option was massage therapy and yeah i honestly it worked out for the best because I really do enjoy this program. Nice, nice. Even nice. though it was her third choice, I don't have mentioned this on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. When she told me she was going to do massage, I was like, I don't know why, but this makes me feel happy. Oh, like, you had something to do with it? You mean I don't you feel, feel like I had something to do with it, but I'm like, you, you see value in what, I, no, honestly, what we do, and yeah, 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 you still it. want to do this career. Like, you know, she was coming to see me quite regularly yeah. during that time where she made Because she doesn't mess around when it comes to therapy. Yeah. No, well, exactly, because athletes do not. Right. No, so I definitely do not. So I was very happy to hear that massage therapy was even an option, although third choice. What was second choice? <laughs> second choice well. was fitness, fitness, fitness right, yeah. right, right, right. No, but you guys, honestly, like all my therapists, including you guys have really inspired me to do this stuff like that's the only reason why because i enjoy like you guys are helping me i want to give back to other people that to help other people you know like other athletes warm and fuzzy no for real like speaking facts like (laughs) yeah no seriously so what was the injury that uh curved your second choice well i tore my achilles yeah it was was like a complete rupture but i did not get surgery interesting it was more deep it was more like in the soleus area than the actual tendon gotcha gotcha gotcha. snapping popping sound it popped i honestly thought that someone kicked me like i was looking around and i was like who the fuck did that i tell so many people that when i'm doing like an assessment course i'm like that's something to hear for it's audible you will hear it most likely you will hear this unless the 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 ambient noise around you is absolutely crazy then i can see why you won't hear it then oh it was quiet 
Oh yeah, I heard it. Yeah. I felt it, heard it. I was like, oh my god, did someone just kick me? I was looking around and I was like, okay, no one kicked me. And then I'm just like on the floor and I'm crying. Was so. this a was this practice or a game? It was preseason, just practice. Oh yeah, yeah. So I didn't even have a season. So the yeah, the day of, I think somewhere <laughs> late morning, early afternoon, mm-hmm. she had come in for a treatment, and it was it was a Monday. Wait, I know that. So this was to play. For it was the, a Monday. <laughs> the school that you're at now, then yeah. right. Oh, it's like yeah. varsity. Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's what I'm saying. It was intense. Yeah. So she came in. It was a Monday, either late. Wow. Oh, I remember perfectly. That's crazy. Because she uh, normally, crazy. <laughs> no, seriously. I'm just joking. So normally, when she would come in, majority of the time we were working on her hips, her yes. low back. Like she had a lot of issues there. Obviously, yep. some shoulder stuff. Um, I would treat her legs, which makes sense because she's a basketball player. But right. her complaints were usually upper body. Yeah. Every so often, yep. like, oh, you know, my. My hamstring or my yeah, quad yeah, yeah. but right. it was usually upper body yep. and she came in that day and she said she was going to training later and i think i, I think we just decided to do a full body oh because yep. she had been out dancing the whole weekend the whole weekend so i get down to her legs mm. and i went holy shit yvonne what the fuck did you do like i've <laughs> never felt your calves like this well i mean you see her height nobody else can see her she is a tall woman basketball and she yep. never she else. never wears heels never i said what did you do she said I was out dancing two nights in a row with heels on with her mom with her mom with my mom yeah of course so I was working I on her calf. I can picture you and your mom dancing <laughs> Partner in crime. Together, by the way, because you like tower over oh, her yeah, she's and then so you have small. heels yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the two of them, they got all dressed up and yeah. they went out dancing. It was wedding season. So I worked on her Disco calf. Dancing. I was stretching yeah. it. We, I, you know, we, I don't even remember what we did, but I treated them right. and I said to her, it's still really tight. Yeah. Like, please, please, please be cautious tonight mm-hmm. when you're in training because you're, I've never felt your calves like this. Mm. And then she went on her merry way. Late that night, I got a text message, not from her, from her mother mm. that said, I'm in the hospital. She tore her Achilles. And I literally just like, I was standing and I just sat down. And I was like, oh, fuck. That day replays over my head all the time. When you were, because this was practice. Yeah. Are there... Are there ATs? Does, does that team have athletic therapists? Oh, yeah. And, oh, and they were yeah. present? There's two of them. And they're, oh, they're, they're present, present yep. all the time? And the student therapist as well. If it's not true, too traumatic to, to run back oh, to can, that moment. Oh, I remember. Tell me, like, tell me you're on the ground, you're rolling around, you're mm-hmm. kind of in pain, and who's the first one out? And, and just so everyone has an idea of what the first responder and the AT kind of does. You see how mad her face is, right? You might because laugh. there's a oh. story behind this. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know the story. Okay. I know mm-hmm. the story. I was livid. So let me, let me hear. I was on the floor, yeah. screaming. You can imagine. Yeah. Um, I had the athletic therapist um, come over to me. The first thing, she was just feeling around the area, palpating it, whatever. Right. And um, she decided to take off my shoe. Okay. My shoe is like a sock. Like it's like um, very sock-like at the ankle area. Yeah, so yeah. you can imagine as you're stretching it, you're more, you know, yeah, you're yeah, stretching yeah. it out. <sighs> so I was screaming and she was just taking it off. And then um, she proceeded to tell me like, oh, like I have to take this off because the hospital will eventually. And, you know, I'm not trying to cut off my shoe. Like it's a $300 shoe. Yeah, yeah. And Nike ID'd those bad boys. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm not trying <laughs> to freaking cut those off. But she's like, yeah, the hospital will cut them off. So if I don't take them off right now, they're going to get cut off. So as I'm screaming, she's like taking it off. My mom's livid. She just went to the car. She couldn't even handle it. So what did what did the AT do other than piss you guys off? Just out of curiosity. No, she just piss off and said, "Let's yeah, go to she, the hospital." She just took it off and she's like, "You guys need to go to the emergency right right now." Right, right. And she right, went right. up to my mom. She's like, "Yeah, it's not looking good. I think it's like ruptured." Mm. And as she was taking off the shoe, though, I felt another click. Ah. So I feel like that 
like took me over and she didn't even do any any assessment in fields right she just looked at it she's and said this is this is way too and she said yeah beyond what i gotta do here mm-hmm. she's like you have to go to the hospital, hospital. Right, yep. right right not even like a thompson test just to see no if, no. no thompson test <laughs> No, now no, you no. know what that is. I know what that is now. <laughs> that night, uh, your mother also texts me, and yeah. I'm like, okay, have her lie down, squeeze her calf, and, and tell me. There's no fl- plantar flexion, yeah. nothing. No. I mean, the AT was right to send you to the hospital. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The shoe coming off, I, again, I wasn't there in the moment, but yeah, the you know the stretching, the further stretching by taking mm-hmm. the shoe off, I feel like that may have been a mistake. 100%. But, and I wouldn't have done that right on the field there too, right? Right on the court. I would not have done that right there. Have you played or are you just like... So that entire season, I did not play, um, but I still was working out. I was just doing upper body stuff until I can get the um, the boot off. Right. So now I'm just training. I'm actually able to run and jump now and yeah. I'm training back. Not fully, but I'm just building on it now. How long was that boot on for? Since, okay, so it was August to January. That's a long time. That's man. a long time. So I saw her a couple of times because obviously due to the boot, there was some serious imbalances and she was it, it, she was uncomfortable. Yep. Like the rest of her body was just all lopsided really yeah, because of this bad. boot. But your orthopedic surgeon was impressed with your healing, right? Yeah, he was really impressed. Like I was healing really fast. Like my bruising even went down fairly quickly i did not expect that but um yeah like he was like no i don't think that you need surgery um if you get surgery it could worsen it so he's like i'm not going to do this to you like you're young whatever you'll heal on its own Mm -hmm. and it did like i i would go back to him and i suggest him to anybody were you doing anything to help with the healing yeah i was doing um cupping and acupuncture with my uh tcm guy so did you do any um any taping and stuff for this inflammation and swelling they did do some taping when i got back um to running actually to do one of our last two practices i was actually able to run with my team nice um but yeah they taped me up a little bit and then that was really it because i've seen taping used a lot for for massive amounts of inflammation Mm -hmm. troy troy who was on our podcast where is he from quebec somewhere he's in quebec now yeah but yeah he does he does a whole bunch of taping stuff and i think i've seen on his instagram an injury that he did to himself where he had this massive massive hematoma yeah and then he 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 taped himself and Mm -hmm. it's like the next day was like incredible i was like whoa i wasn't expecting that to happen Mm -hmm. and uh yeah so he swears he swears by that stuff and yeah the first few weeks at least i know because i was in contact with you just you know just checking in seeing how you're yeah. doing i know the first few weeks were really rough like mentally and yeah. emotionally did you have a starting spot i no. or you don't even know okay i don't no. even know we had to earn that mm. so obviously right. i didn't get enough of a chance to do that right right and right. at that time like it was super frustrating because that that was the best year actually like i lost about 15 to 20 pounds right and just for that, so I was able to compete at varsity level, and then that would like, happen. I was like, "Best athletic great. shape you're in." Yeah, and... that was honestly the best shape I was on. Like I was in, and it was getting better because I was still training. Like I was doing like three to four times a week with one of my trainers. It just sucks. And then fucking COVID. <laughs> and then oh my freaking God. COVID. Yeah. Oh. So no season again for me. And then I'm graduating next, not next year, but 2022, and that'll be my last. So I don't even know if I'm going to have a season. So what does that mean for you in, in, in basketball then? Because it's, it's always done. been like, yeah. like part of the school and then the outside. But then the dream, the, the big part yeah. of it was varsity. It's done now. Oh, no. Yeah, it'll be done. I'll probably do a, like an adult league or something, but right. it's not going to be the same. Maybe it's time to give back. Maybe it's time to go get the coaching levels. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Honestly, I don't even see myself coaching. Really? <laughs> I get too frustrated. Mm. Yeah. You get too <laughs> frustrated? Bo- oh, I can't. 
I can't. What 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 would get you frustrated? Well, if they're not listening, <laughs> like okay. I, I just can't. Because I know personally, like even as a player, like not all the time that you're listening to your coach. Like you're doing your own thing. You're playing basketball. Like you're not like just playing like a robot. You know what right, I mean? Right, like right, right. you're thinking about other things. And if honestly, if I see someone like not doing what I'm saying, like I'm gonna be pissed off. Yeah. yeah like yeah. my other coaches have been with me. So <laughs> yeah, I get that. I, get I that. thought I thought you were gonna say something a little different. I thought you'd been like, I would be so frustrated if I see so much potential in somebody and they're not and they're not <laughs> reaching their potential. And I know. I mean, they yeah, could. I guess that is frustrating too that that is actually super frustrating is, for me yeah like especially when i was a massage therapy teacher and i'm looking at someone do some work and i'm like you are naturally so fucking good like you have yeah. no idea how gifted you are right now like you've never massaged someone before this is your first manual skills class mm. you say you've never had massage treatment you've never been to one and i'm watching your hands go and i'm like are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. You're like, you're like some prodigy here, yeah. massage prodigy, <laughs> but you're also fucking, you can't get your head straight and can't get into the books yeah. and therefore you're going to fail out of this course right. and then no one's ever going to see this magic Again, here. Yeah. And then it's just frustrating as shit. Frustrating. And then I would go smoke a pack of cigarettes. This is when I used to smoke a lot. Now we understand fucking why. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> let's, let's go back to, the, I mean, I, I don't want to like yeah, drag yeah. you through the mud because I no, know it was really, really hard, but like I was saying, like, I was in touch with you and I know it was really, really rough. Like the first few months, you didn't want to do fucking anything, no. right? Like, it, I mean, yeah. it literally got to the point where her mom said to me, yeah. like, she doesn't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. Like just every everything yeah. she used to like, she hates. So what did you do those the whole time? I was honestly just depressed. Like I was, I literally just fell into a state where I'm like, shit, like I can't do anything again. Because mm-hmm. the previous year I had a stress fracture in my back that limited me from doing the things I wanted to do, like basketball. Right. Um, I wasn't performing at my best level either so and then i had my concussion before that Mm. so like it's like setback after setback after setback and then you're like well how long am i going to deal with this for like am i not meant to play basketball like that's the Uh, thoughts that were running through my mind so i was like shit like maybe this isn't for me and then you know like the whole thing with kd how he tore his achilles and then everyone's like oh is he out for the whole time like is he done like is the end of season whatever right so then those things are running through my head and i'm like shit am i is my basketball career really done from this like I'm done. <laughs> like, you know? So I, I just didn't feel like doing anything at that time. And it's just super frustrating. No, I can't imagine. Like, we've had this conversation before when it comes to athletes. And that's just like your identity. Like, basketball yeah. was her identity. You know, she was a student, but mostly she was a basketball player. It was my getaway. Like, it was my yeah. thing to like get away from everything, to get my mind off of everything. So to not be able to do that. And I didn't have any other other resource to do that. So to not be able to play basketball, that was like, shit, I have nothing. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. just had school and go home. And I wasn't used to that. And then you're probably also surrounded by a whole bunch of people like, oh, it's just basketball. Yeah. Don't worry. There's 100%. so many other things you can do. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. You're like, oh, now you can focus in school. But that was my way of focusing. Yeah. It and helped me. The whole time you're like, fuck off. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Give me my moment. Fuck exactly. off. Why are you trying to like, you know, I get it. I totally yeah. get that. And yeah. then to watch your teammates play. And, you know, do things without you, play basketball without you and enjoy each other's time on the court without you. That's like another thing to watch. And that's what I suffered through the entire season when I tore my Achilles. I was still at games watching my teammates play. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just sitting there like, great job, guys. You know what I mean? I can't contribute. That's all I can do is just cheer them on, right? Yeah. yeah, So it's just frustrating. Every night I had to do that. Did you ever just want to say fuck it and not go i did so many times like after class and stuff and i was like yo like there's no reason for me to be there like no one's gonna miss me anyway i'm just sitting there anyway so it's like why should i go but then i always think about like i love the environment that basketball brings like just sport in general mm-hmm. when i'm in the court i feel like i'm literally as cliche and like whatever as it sounds it's, it's like that's my home like you know what i mean i love being around my teammates as much as they're on the court doing their thing 
I love being around that. I love being around the coaching staff. I love being around that environment. Yeah. It just brings me joy for the day. Mm-hmm. And like, honestly, like as much as I was saying like, yeah, I didn't want to go there and whatever. As soon as I got there, my attitude changed. As soon as I saw my teammates, I'm like, hey, what's going on? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just like nothing. And I'd imagine if you weren't there, then you go do like whatever. Shit. You feel even worse. Then you're like, fuck, I'm not even where I want to be. Yep. I at least want to be there, but I'm not there. Exactly. It's just, it's just even worse than it was exactly. before. Flashback to when Marissa was on our couch and she was talking about it because she's a lacrosse player and a hockey player. And then the times when she had injuries and everything else. And she's like, I, I would drive out to the university to watch my old teammates play. And she was like, those were the saddest fucking drives home. I'm driving 100%. home by myself. Oh, yeah. You know, after watching what I, I could have been doing mm-hmm. with them. No, like after those those practices, I would, my mom would literally pick me up from practice because obviously I can't drive and I would just start crying. Like I would just start crying and all the way home, the 15 minute ride home, I'm just crying. And I'm just like, I can't do shit for them. And like, you know, like they're losing and whatever. And I feel like I can contribute in some sort of way right. and I can't, yeah. you know, like who's listening to anyone that's on the sideline? You know what I mean? Like. No one cares. They're not even listening to the coaches. No They're not listening to you. No one, ca- yeah. no one cares what you're saying. Like, you're injured. Who cares? You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? And that's the type of things that are running through my mind. I'm like, no one cares about my existence on this team. It doesn't matter if I'm here or not. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's the type of stuff that was just running through my mind. And I'm like, well, it is what it is. Did it make you hate school too? Because it's like, I, I'm here to do this thing, but mm-hmm. I chose this school because I'm on this varsity team. And Honestly, like, no, I actually really enjoy the massage program. Like I really do. Yeah. Like in the people that I'm surrounded by every day, it's just, it's good. Like it's really good there. And I, I didn't regret anything, like my choice and everything. Like the way that the program's going, like I really do enjoy it. I really do. Nice. Yeah. So I definitely do not regret. Even through COVID. <laughs> Even through COVID, some, Yeah. Ish. Well, like, I mean, at least you got a few months of normal before this yeah. all went down. Because yeah. like you said, the injury was in August. So right. September, she started massage yep, yep, school. Yep. But you were in that boot until January. Yeah. When you're in massage school and you're walking around in a boot, do your practical instructors say, hey, like, you can take it easy? Like, yeah, they yeah. were they were really nice about it. Like, they would help me, like, lower my table and, you know, show me different positions where I'm not hurting myself with the right, boot right. on. Because, you know, I'm leveled. Were you still expected to do everything as is, like examinations yeah, and all that? Everything was the same for me. It was no problem though. Like I didn't find any issues. I'm trying to remember. I'd have to go back and look in the file. (laughs) I'm trying to remember the first time I saw you like post injury because I do remember you came in and during that period when I like I knew you were having a really hard time. I remember a couple of times picking up my phone thinking I should send Yvonne a message like just see how you're doing. Make sure you're okay. And I remember sitting and thinking like I don't know what the fuck to say because there is nothing that I can say that's going to make you feel better. Like because I didn't want to be the person saying oh don't worry it's just basketball or exactly. oh. yeah. like, there's nothing I can say. I think in those moments you d- you don't really try to say anything. Yeah. In those like, moments it's more do. like yo how you doing? Yep. If you want to rap just shoot me a text. Exactly. That type of thing. Just yeah. in other words know that I'm here yeah. if you want to talk about anything and I'm not right. pushing any agenda here. Right. Just yeah. reminding you that hey if you want to speak here. to me I'm here. Mm-hmm. But when yeah. you did come back that's why I was trying to remember the first time when you did come back you were really excited about going to massage school. Like yeah. you came back and you weren't like was, fuck yeah. I have to change my plans you were like all right this is what I'm going to do yeah. and I was like this is exciting I yeah. think you know I think this will be good for you you understand the body you understand therapy because she was seeing me she was getting chiro she was acupuncture. doing acupuncture yeah. and the t- with you the TCM it. guy Physio. Physi- yeah. yeah I mean <laughs> she's been to every kind of therapist under the sun so thank like, god this... for mom's insurance no, yeah. thank god for mom's research too yeah she got me really good therapist yeah 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 she's That's all over true. that That's true she would she <laughs> I remember her she's telling a real me one. when she yeah. first came in here like 
oh, the, one of the last places we went to, she's like, I knew right away this guy was new. Yeah. <laughs> and, she, and she literally cuts him off. She's like, are you new? And I'm like, mom, you can't say that. <laughs> like, he's like, yeah, I've only been doing this for one to two years. And my mom's like, exactly. And I was like, wow. Wow. Uh, like, she's the one that's getting therapy, right? <laughs> like, she's very involved. Actually, she's I think, a spectator. I think even the first couple of treatments that you came to see me, I think she Probably came in the room. The room right? Yeah. yeah she oh, yeah. She, 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 she wants watches. to make sure, like, yeah. are, you, are, you, are, you, are you competent? Do you know yeah. what you're doing? Yep. And then once she was like, okay, I trust you enough, she was gone. Yeah. She no, my mom does that. Oh, yeah. Every time. She's like, no, I'm coming in. I'm like, okay, your thing. That's cool. No problem. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. See, they're they're besties. No, my mom knows everything. How does you, how does your mother get that relationship? I want that relationship because I think I'm going to lose it. I feel like I'm losing it already. My, no. my, my daughter's six. My eldest is six. Oh, my gosh. You have time. And... <laughs> But normally I drop her to school and then like we go out of the car, we hold hands, we walk and we talk about what she's going to do that yeah. day and all the rest of it. And the last time I dropped her off, she kind of looked at me as like, I just want to go faster. I want to walk by myself. I'm like, oh, this is starting way too fast. What no. are you doing to me? I can't take this. Oh You're God. only six. Let's not do this. Let's not do this. And I was fucking sad all day long. I'm like, shit, we didn't walk together and have our conversation and oh. do a bounce at the end and like have a good day. And, oh my God. You know. Yeah. But at the same time, when you left on... I think Saturday morning, she, they both said to me, we miss daddy. Aww. So they still like you. Yes. <laughs> still got some time. Let's talk about massage school. So yeah. pre-COVID, you know, when you first got going, like, were you shocked by the material? Were you expecting it to be as difficult? Did you find it easy? Like, what were your first impressions? I honestly thought it was hard as shit. <laughs> like, people are like, oh, yeah, it's just massage. I'm like, no, it's not just massage. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many other aspects. Like, I'm studying right now. We were just talking. I was just talking to one of my, my classmates. We're like, we can literally become doulas, nurses. Like, there's so many things that we study that are just like, yep. what the heck? Like, you wouldn't have even thought of that. Like, the pathophysiology and stuff. I'm just like, you wouldn't have thought of that. But, hey. It does play a role. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, no, it's hard. <laughs> I'm straight up. Straight up. <laughs> I, I think I like almost that. every person that comes in here and we ask that question, they're like, yeah, it was way harder than There's I nothing easy it about it. No. There's like the few people that maybe had like kin degrees that were like, yeah, it was easy. Yeah, but the only pretty much that, everybody else is do, like, that was hard. The only people that do find it easy is someone that's gone has to university background. or has yeah, a background no, in, sure. that, in that stuff, you know, or they've taken like a, a mega hard program at university yeah. and they're just really good students and they right. study well. Right. Like uh, like uh, leaving on a jet plane, Lindsay, who who went to Sutherland oh, yeah, Chan. Like, it was so easy. She went to oh, Sutherland wow. Chan, but she went to U of T and has a science degree, okay. right? So she knows what kind of right. student she is. She already, she even said on the podcast, like, I'm just a really good student yeah. and so to me the academic side of it the the the, the science stuff was simple she's like yeah. i found difficulty in the practical shit because i'm i i'm not a practical person that way right. i'm a book study person mm -hmm. so yeah nice. i totally get that so Still you found well, it though, so. yeah well, uh, that's I what i was really gonna well, say yeah. you're you're doing well yeah. right yeah. yeah so the first few months of normalcy i guess um you were doing well school's good mm -hmm. and then Things didn't get locked down until when? March, right? March, yeah. Okay. Around my birthday. Exactly around my birthday. Oh, happy birthday to you. I'm spending my COVID birthday again in March, I'm assuming. Like my 20th. Can we like not not assume can we, <laughs> can we pretend that like, like we're gonna say happy new year 2021 and like shit will be normal do you, do you think we're still gonna be like oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> we're gonna be in this for another year I, I'm, I'm I'm I honestly see it so depressing yeah just with the way everything's going I'm just like dude this is going to go on for another one. The only reason why I don't really notice what's going on all the time is because, because what we, we sit do, in this room. Because what time. we do, <laughs> yeah, well, what we do, it doesn't really involve much of the outside world, right? right? So, I mean, 
yes, obviously it's had an effect on our business and having classes and having the number of students in class. We right. have adapted. We started doing virtual, virtual stuff. stuff yeah. But I mean, for the most part, like my lifestyle hasn't changed all that much. So I don't, I feel really dumb saying this. Like I don't recognize everything else that goes out in the world. Can you imagine being a 19 year old who just wants to go out and dance and party? I just want to I go know. to a club one like, time. She never even got that. She turned 19 after lockdown. <laughs> oh. Just one drink. Right? <laughs> See, I don't even think we've already that. lived. We're old. Like we stay home yeah, anyway. Like, I enjoy not doing anything. So for me, yeah. this is like I mean, okay. no, I enjoy not doing anything either. But I just want to go to a club one right. time. One just time. get that experience. You <laughs> know. Then by the time you're ready to go to a club, there's not no, anything go fucking anymore. open. No, Forget that. Open. <laughs> everything's everything's gonna be shut down. No, seriously, that fucking whole industry yeah. is like we're we're losing. We're we have lost so many live music venues yeah. in the city. It is insane. I saw an inclusive list that some posted somewhere of all of the uh, food and entertainment establishments in Toronto that have closed down oh, yeah. and it's like gut-wrenching there's so many and we're not done we're talking about places that have been in operation for decades right. like just lost ev- it's sad. Like, there's another dude that's been on our podcast before the synesthesia guy his cousin is like one of the largest like club owners, restaurateurs in Toronto. And he just recently did an article in, uh, I think, Blog TO, uh, pretty much saying like, this industry is fucked. Like you yeah. have no idea how fucked this is. And he is, and he, he he's a rich dude and he owns a lot of shit. And yeah. so he's really in the know about what's going on. And for him to say like, Everyone is getting fucked bad. And this is a point of where most of these places will not be able to recover. That's it. It's yeah. donezo. I'm like, that is so fucking sad. Yeah, it's so crazy. I can't imagine being where you are right now, being 19. 19 no way. Like, those were the days when, like, you would go out, you would do yeah. things, you're hanging out with your friends, and For now real. you're being told... Don't socialize. Yeah. Only hang. Like, thank God you and your mother get along so well. Like, she's the only person she's you're only technically person. allowed so to hang out with. This to me, young people mm. are young people defiant on this in general. Are young people like fuck this, man? I mean, there are some that are just like, yo, I don't give a fuck about whatever is happening. We're just gonna go out. But then yep. there are like, I know some of my friends like there are really serious about this whole quarantine thing. So right, right, I respect right. that. You, you know what I mean? Like, I'm still out here doing whatever I need to do with my mom, whatever, whatever with my. Cu- classmates as well mm-hmm. so like nothing like me like nothing really is affecting me outside like i'm just doing whatever i need to do and what i usually have been doing right and that's it yeah so it's not really affecting me in any sort of way except except going you, to the club except you're living like you're 17 <laughs> and 18 yeah, versus exactly. being 19 turning exactly. 20 i get, I get yeah. it i get it <laughs> i never even thought about that till you said yeah your birthday is in march like yeah. you're 19th birthday. Oh my god! It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's a story to tell when you're uh, when you're an oh, old, yeah, when you're kids. an old oh, fart. Yeah. It'll be yeah. a good story to tell. Back in my day, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Just yeah. make just make sure I was pregnant on my 30th birthday. You know, how everyone has the dirty 30. Yeah, I didn't yeah. get it because I was pregnant. So just don't be pregnant. Or maybe on your you dirty did 30. get it because you were <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> That's oh how god. dirty it was. It was pre thirty wow. dirty. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> Which resulted in She's babies. Like, uh, this is awkward. I don't want to be here right now. <laughs> you guys know my oh mom. God. It's okay. They're good friends, so that's all. Oh, that um, it's so then, when you got locked down, um, what? What went on with your school? Like, did you guys just completely shut down? Was there anything happening virtually? And where exactly were you in the program? Because you're at a community college, I don't know how things are broken up. Yeah, we were around midterms around that time. 
I remember having at least like two midterms before that week happened. Right. And um, obviously everything just shut down and we, we every, everyone went virtual, like everyone. We had no labs in class, nothing. So how does this work? You just wake up to an email one morning that says, yeah. And then, don't hey, come into class. sorry, we can't go in. School, yeah. There's nothing happening here. Literally told us like, hey, you can't come in. Like, that's just what it is. And there's no labs, nothing happening. And then our faculty followed in and we're like, yeah, you guys can't come in. Literally from there, like everything just went virtual and um, our exams were also virtual. Like, and then they were just watching us through a Zoom call. And that was about it. I wonder if I would enjoy being a student at a time like this. I'm like, I don't have to go anywhere. I can stay at home, be in my pajamas and just like, yeah. jump on a computer and learn some stuff. Or I wonder if I would be like, fuck, I just, I don't want to do it like this. I think it depends on your personality. I know like okay, for me, for me, for example, I would hate it, but that's really? just my person. I'm not somebody that it, you see me. I don't enjoy technology. Mm. I write my appointments with pen and paper i have paper files like i'm just old school that way i don't i'm adapting now i'm even moving to doing online stuff Mm -hmm. but like Mm. i i like in person i would i did never enjoyed taking online classes in university hence i only took one i preferred labs Mm -hmm. over anything Mm -hmm. i'm more of a practical type of learner but i can imagine like you probably wouldn't mind it at all. Sit in your bed and open up your laptop. I don't like to miss things, so I would I would definitely be all over it. That's for sure. Like I wouldn't be the type of person that logs in and just like zones out and does whatever they want to do. Like I, I'm I I'd mm-hmm. be there engaged in it. Um, the same way when there's live class, I don't like to miss class, even right. if I think the class is complete bullshit and I think I can read this material, learn there. it on my own. I still showing yeah, up, yeah. and one of the reasons why I always would show up to that stuff because and I never and I never understood people that don't show up to class. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this motherfucker is standing at the front of the class telling you everything you're going to need to know for a test. Like, why are you not here? Yeah. And they're telling you exactly what you need to know. It's true. Let's like let, just be here. Yeah. Maybe but, that's why in university I would I, I would have recurring nightmares that I showed up to a class and there was an exam I didn't know about. I was sort of a shit student in university and I would skip <laughs> a lot of classes. So I would have nightmares that I showed up to a class and there was suddenly an exam. I would never miss a university <laughs> lecture. I'm like, this this prof is telling me what's going to be on my exactly. midterm. Why would I not be here for this? And why and would you're I, paying for it too. Exactly. And then why would I touch why would I trust the fucking guy sitting next to exactly. me to give me this information? Let me just be here firsthand myself. No, I was there for I make it sound like I skipped. I was there for most classes. The classes I skipped and I'm not saying they are not important, but they were ones that at the time I didn't deem important. Like you know, what? I was a kin major and I would consistently skip my stats class. Oh, and like, I don't, what I don't I need care. Yeah. I, get I don't it. care. I get right. it. Yeah. Those are, those are my worst marks too. <laughs> I had to take an intro to computer use as part of my core for kin at York at that time. Yeah. That is the worst grade I've ever got ever in anything. I got a D in that class. <gasps> I'm like, it was a first year course. Exactly. Because it was a class that I decided, this is stupid. Why am I doing this? I'll go, I got to go do all these labs and shit for this class anyway. But then I stopped showing up for lectures because I'm like, I just hate this class. See, that's what I mean. Those are the classes I'd like. I would consistently skip stats because it's like the easy, I I mean, I don't like math, but it's like the easiest math that exists. And I had the textbook. I'm like, I can learn enough from this book to pass the exam. Right. I don't need to go there and listen to this guy speak 
you numbers at me and data oh at me. Like, this is so boring. Yeah. So I would consistently skip that. I would skip my Spanish class, which was just an elective. Yeah. And I probably shouldn't have because there was only like 30 people in the class. So when I'd run into the Spanish prof, like somewhere on campus, I'm like, oh, yeah, I haven't seen hey. you in like four weeks. I should come. <laughs> Sometimes the electives are the greatest. That's uh, that's that's why I, I like because you have to do all that because you're in community college. right? Yeah, I already finished mine, though. But um, I did. We were supposed to do comm, yeah. communications, whatever. I finished that. Yeah. And then we have a gen ed. So I did entrepreneurism for one of them. So. See, those are the interesting pieces. Like when I was, was in boring. university. Oh, was it really <laughs> it was boring? boring? It was boring. Why? We didn't learn anything, honestly. Like it was just group discussions and group projects. And you really? make a PowerPoint and boom, and you're done. You're probably better off just watching a bunch of Gary Vee oh, yeah. videos. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> like we're listening to yeah, Mark was go on rants on the podcast about oh being gosh. an entrepreneur. Yeah, but I don't know anything. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I just I know nothing. But in university, those were some of my favorite classes were the ones that have nothing to do with the core. That's you true. know, with the electives. Like that's when I took it. things like intro to Caribbean studies and nice. I took this one course all about evolution. And I'm like, this is the greatest Whoa. fucking thing I've ever seen before. And yeah. that that prof was hilarious by the way like, can i just tell you a quick story about this prof yeah. if you can imagine doc brown from fucking back to the future oh that's what this guy was like his hair was just kind of fucking crazy he's everything you think about when you think about a crazy professor yeah right and <laughs> why are you laughing well one because you said if you could think about doc brown from back to the future like yeah. you literally make me watch what, back what, to the future like what, what, multiple times a month oh my god <laughs> So <laughs> this dude would have people over to his house and he's, he had a, he had a really nice place in like, in like a uh, Avenue and um, Lawrence area. I can't remember like that kind of area in, 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 in a uh, midtown Toronto. Right. But you walk into his house because I know I've been there before. He's got a whole bunch of stand up fucking fully dressed in, in like armor and different outfits, like full, full mannequins. You have to put one on. Sorry? You have to put one on. You have to choose one and you have to put one on. You didn't turn around that's and the, run away? Oh, I left. But that's the, that's, the only, <laughs> that's the only way you get entry into past the foyer is you have to put one of these fucking things on. And I'm like, you guys, because he's having a bunch of people over. This was like way after class. He's having a bunch of people over just for a dinner and to, to just rap about stuff. Right. And I'm like, I'm leaving. I'm out of here. Yeah. And the next time I saw people that went to this thing, like, you don't understand. We all put shit on. And we were like bowling in the back yard it's like it was the weird, <laughs> he's wow. a weird guy but it was a great course i loved it wow. i wish now i put on like, what was the, the course again the course it was a, i it forgot was, it was all a course, this. it was course it was a course i can't remember the name of the course but it was a it was a course about uh evolution oh the evolution right. guy yeah, okay yeah yeah right. so he's kind of a he's kind of an out there kind of dude but you're right nice. though some of my electives were like some of the best courses that i ever took um i took uh, a course in uh I don't remember what it was called because we used to just call it sex psych. It was like psychology of sex. You just watched porn, didn't you? And <laughs> I swear to you, that was like actually a big portion of the class that we would show up. Was it the and, <laughs> Yes. Wow. And we would watch like really old porn. And I'm like, what is happening here? What am I doing? You're like, why is this bush heaven? Yeah. Right? Oh, I was just going to say that. <laughs> Where's the machete? Like, oh I need God. to clear a pathway. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but it, it actually ended up being a very interesting course once I got over the fact that I'm like, oh, I just paid to take a class and watch like 1970s Can I ask porn. you a question? <laughs> oh my God. What was interesting about it? It was actually an interesting course. Tell me what was interesting about it. I don't remember now. It's been many, many, many years. Can you talk to me about the evolution of a blowjob? Is it, is it any different wow. from 1970s? You know what? I don't think we talked about the evolution. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. <laughs> 
just I don't know. Wow. I'm asking for other people. The audience wow. wanted to know, not me. I'm sure. I'm I wanted sure. to know. But actually, about my it. favorite university courses, and I've said this before, were my philosophy classes. I really liked those. And those were literally just going into a room and having discussions with a bunch of people and there's no answers right it's philosophy yeah, yeah. just go and talk and i used to love them and i remember we had this one philosophy instructor that would purposely like say things just to light fires under people mm. and i just thought it was amazing and i was i loved it but people fucking hated this guy because he would purposely say shit to piss you off and i know i've told this story he ended one class by saying like literally as soon as the class was over he goes okay i guess what we can take away from today's class is that god does not exist and they walked out of the room oh, shit. and I was like, I fucking love this guy. Wow. But everybody I had, was so mad. I had a great prof like that when I was in university and of course was sociology of sport. Mm. And it was awesome because he's a former CFL player on top of that. He was actually in the news a couple years ago, maybe more than a couple years ago. I feel so bad, but I don't feel bad for the guy where he got stripped of all of his titles. He got stripped of everything. He got fired because he because a, a lot of stuff he was doing was was pure plagiarism. Wow. It was all over the news. Wow. Right? Former CFL player. He used to be the principal of a junior high school, like all of this shit. And he lost it all because it came out like a lot of the stuff that he was doing wasn't his work. Yikes. But he had the most interesting class. It was exactly like this. He'd walk into class one day. He's, you know, he's got his Kangol hat on backwards. He gets to the desk. He throws his feet up on the desk and he says, I think basketball is like modern day slavery. Let's hear what you think. And then he dropped the mic and just like sit back and listen to us go at it. And it was like the coolest fucking class ever. I could reminisce about university all night. Which let's talk about modern day massage day school. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. And that's, so that's why I can't help but feel like... Like I said, I want to try to put a positive spin on any, everything, but I can't help but feel bad for students right now because I think back to when I was in university and when I was in massage school and like some of the shit that you guys are just not getting Get to in. experience right yeah. now. And it really fucking sucks. It honestly does. So now that like things are back, like starting in September, did your school go right back into it? And what does it look like? Are you guys all virtual? Are you in class? What's As happening of right now? So I have nine courses, eight no, f yeah, basically eight of which, no, four of which are in class. And then the other, because they're double classes, right? So there's anatomy okay. theory and then there's anatomy lab. Right. So all the theory aspects are all virtual and um, all the labs and stuff are still the same. So I'm basically on campus four out of five days of the week still. Mm -hmm. So nothing really changed for Just me. Just really short time though, right? Yeah, that's really it. Yeah. And class sizes, are they the same? Like, are you still in a full group? Class sizes are split. So now we're into pods. So before this whole change, just about a week ago, um, we were in a classroom size of 12 people and there's about 30 people in our program. Mm -hmm. um, so we were in class size of 12 and then some classes would have eight or six, whatever. And now that we're in smaller pods, now each class only has eight. Okay. Including the teacher and the uh, tech. Yeah, I guess yeah. it has to be like it that. It has to be like yeah. that because you can't have more than 10 exactly. people or in can a space. It? I don't know, man. Elementary schools do something different. I have no idea what education is all no about. I have no fucking clue. And yeah. yeah, so when it comes to elementary schools, mm -hmm. they operate under a different set of rules than we do. Mm. But I mean, for us, for example, everything I like, I have picked apart Ontario's rules to make sure that we're like the what we, we do with Con Ed is yep. exactly proper. Right. We cannot, regardless of square footage, we cannot have more than 10 people in our space. So right. we cap so our we, class at eight. Yeah, we cap every yeah. class at eight so that then Mark is number nine. And then if he needs me to TA, then I'm number 10 right. and that's it. Yep. 
So it's, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been fun. What was the time frame between doing something in class and having virtual class? Like, was there a point of which you did absolutely nothing for school? The, the school is just like, we're shutting down. We got to figure this out. Like in March yeah, or now? In, in March. In March. Yeah, we just shut down. And then when did it resume anything? The week, the literally the Monday. We literally came back and everything was just virtual. Like the Zoom class. So they got everything everything together in like a week. They were still preparing even on the Zoom call. So nothing was prepared. But but they they managed to to bring it together. Mm -hmm. I'll give them that. That's not bad. Yeah. Nothing's going to be perfect at that time anyway. So you might as well get everyone, you know, back into it as as quickly as possible. That way you don't lose time on stuff. But we did miss out like a lot on the lab aspect. Like we weren't able to do massage, TMJ. Like we have no idea. You know what I mean? Like, and we were learning at that time, um, the facial muscles. Right. All of us have like a, whoop, it's like a missing hole. Like, we don't know. Yeah. yeah. There's so. got to be a point at which they're going to say like, you know what, when when things kind of resume normal as or as close to normal as possible, there's got to be a point at which they're like, okay, let's just go yeah. over all of this shit that we were yeah. supposed to no, have done. Honestly, like they have can't really sent out you. like videos and stuff about breast massage and stuff. And right. we're just supposed to like watch that and then that's it. We're it's not, not getting evaluated on it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So like, obviously you just watch it. You're like, yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, okay, yeah, let me take the time to actually do this on someone. We don't have anyone to do it on right now right, at right, this time. So and breast like, massage your mom would be weird. And that'd be super weird. <laughs> that would be, be super weird. weird. Yeah. That'd be really weird. It would be weird. It would be weird. But yeah. But like TMJ, for example, there are entire continuing education courses. Like we now have one because we would have so many therapists reaching out to us saying they want to learn more about TMJ. And, and our I course like, isn't isn't crazy. There's well, a our, dude. But this is the thing is our course is a continuing education course. And yes, there's a dude who does like a three day course. Right? But I mean, to not get the foundation in massage school like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. they're getting a huge disservice. Like it's not exactly it's not just intuitive for people to palpate like the intraoral muscles like you need to actually have that hands-on experience and you guys are not going to get yeah Yeah. we tried to do tmj virtually and we did it a couple of times but it's difficult it's tough we can deliver it we have delivered it and i don't feel good about delivering it because the experience in that virtually is miles apart from the experience yeah. in, in a class Enhanced, yeah, even even though sure. the material is great and mm-hmm. online you can still get a lot from it as a massage therapist who's already learned the basic stuff right. you can take this and go okay i've learned a Got lot it. from it yeah. but being in the classroom is a whole i don't want to sure. cheap it out that way yeah sure. so the, so we're not even going to offer it virtually anymore no i remember the day we were here it was just him and i because obviously we couldn't get somebody to come in and do tmj videos like hey covid you want to come and let me like stick my hands in your your mouth you know what i mean so we had to do this on our own and i just remember that day it was the most frustrating fucking like five hours of our life because you can't you can't showcase what you really want to show like this is as mark said you really need to be in class and doing it and uh yeah that was a rough day plus i had to i had to balance a tripod on my stomach (laughs) even a virtual course like even like i enjoy doing the virtual courses that that we have Mm -hmm. and but there's so much more that if it was in class like i'm just limited right yeah so there was a point at which we we were doing the virtual courses and then we would do live demonstrations but then that just became a whole production where you literally need a production team in here to make that happen yeah. and I'm like one COVID can't really have that happen two like what I'm going to pay a fucking group of people
people every time or I'm going to uh, I'm going Can't to always that. ride off of these people that have I'm very thankful I, I have so much gratitude for them that they've given up time to come in and like you know help me do this shit and then we decided let's just instead of doing them live let's make video out of it and that way we can just to play the video during the live stream mm-hmm. but even still that you just lose so much like there's yeah. so many times in class yeah. when I want to go off here or go off here and that's the magic of being in the classroom right. where it strays from this is what we're supposed to be doing and that's where I feel like a lot of times the real magic actually happens sure. is, are in those tangent moments for sure yeah oh. do you feel it like do you feel your instructors frustration or do, do you feel like they're doing a really great job doing virtual or do you feel like they're frustrated because they can't do everything they want to do one of my instructors in, like they, she emphasizes it every single class like fuck like we need to have this in class but no um yeah like it i know like it's just a hard time for everyone right now like everyone's just trying to manage and you know accommodate as much as they can they're doing the best that they can i know that but um yeah like it's just been hard for everybody like not even just the students but the faculty as well for sure so when you guys are in class and doing your labs and you actually get to have your hands on each other yeah. do you ever feel like you're getting ripped off do you ever feel like you're not getting enough hands on time or do you that. feel like yeah yeah we all say that because uh, compared to last semester, we used to be able to stay after school, talk to our security guard and they said, hey, we're staying after school. We're going to practice. But now we don't have that time. Like you have a designated time. You're in this class for so and so time. You're out. Like you can't stay here for longer than, you know, right. like you should be, you know. So before it's just like you could practice anytime you want, um, book out the lab any day you want as long as you were there, whatever. But now it's like you have no one to practice on. And I have a few people that are international students. They have no one. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? They like, literally they're just no living one. by themselves and they're just doing it on themselves. They're, that's that's tough. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they have nobody. So in class, like, they'll try to finish whatever the demo was, like, really quickly. And then they'll try to do things from previous week just so they can touch up on it because they have no one. Mm. Like, it's tough. Yeah, that's really yeah. hard. And then, and then when you guys graduate you have to then go out into practice feeling like you didn't get to have your hands on people yeah. as much as you could have exactly what what are schools doing with student clinic do you have student clinic is it happening so this semester i was supposed to have clinic i was supposed to have student clinic um but no it got canceled um but apparently now we are cleared for january so we are treating the clinic many schools have their student clinic running now yeah i know a lot of the private career colleges are the only stipulation though is that we're only allowed to treat students within our school like not like the actual general public, just people within our school. I honestly don't see the logic in that. I don't see I it mean, either. I see the same thing. I understand that everybody see the logic in any of. This well, that's stuff, the problem. Is so. a lot of things are completely irrational. But in that sense, like you know, all the students are in pods. Mm-hmm. Once you start allowing students from other pods to come in, what's the difference of a student in another pod coming for treatment? Exactly. Then I get it. I I, I, I have they just dis- have to make rules. I had somewhere. this discussion in a Zoom call today. Everyone, nothing makes sense, and everyone's just trying to do what feels the most right. Yeah. yeah. And what feels the most right is let's not bring a whole bunch of people that are normally not in this environment in the environment. Yeah. Right. So if we mix fucking pods and everything else that's at least better than allowing the the doors to be open for any fun from the fucking general public to now walk through our halls yeah. constantly yeah, right so that's the logic i assume that's the logic i no, have nothing to that's base that's definitely on. the logic it's just so funny to me so for example um my two kids do uh they still are in two of their activities that haven't closed down they've just had to adapt to what they're doing and one of the things they're both still doing is gymnastics because they're able to decrease the number of kids in the gym and they have them each doing like separate activities so the kids aren't really in contact with each other and whatever so they're still going to gymnastics um starting 
last week, all the gymnastics coaches are wearing goggles. And so I just asked the owner of the facility, like, you know, they've always had masks, but now they're in goggles. I said, what's the deal with the goggles? They said, public health said we had to. And I said, huh, I'm allowed to be in a room and touch people and I don't have to wear wear goggles, goggles. but you have to. But anyway, it turns out it's because the kids, while they're working out, because they're young kids, they the they kids are unmasked. Masks. So the coaches are all in masks, but the kids don't have to wear masks right. because they're they're working out and they're distant from each other. So I guess what public health said to them is because you're dealing with kids who are not in masks, kids you unmasked, have to have the goggles a, it's, on. It's athletic, there's fucking there's breath, there's spit, there's yeah. everything. So let's cover you up. Yeah. So now they've got goggles. And then I'm noticing all these places, like for example, when we walk into the gym or when we go to the the pool, because my kids do private swim lessons, when we go to the pool, um, when certain places we go to, they take temperature. Mm-hmm. And again, like I feel like it's so bizarre to me. Like, you know, do what you gotta do. I understand the protocols, but I'm like, it's so bizarre that like I, again, I can be in a teeny tiny room with somebody for an hour. Yes, we're both masked and I've done my pre-screen, but I don't have to take their temperature. But to walk into this pool, to stand behind plexiglass and watch my kids swim, you won't let me in until you take my temperature. And nothing makes sense. Right. It's like the rules are all just, everyone's just trying to do what they think they should do that is the most correct. Exactly. Actually, it's funny. Um, I don't know if you know, because I haven't seen you in a while. Um, I was in a car accident at the end of October. So I only came back to work last week. Are you okay? I'm I'm God. getting better. So Were your kids in there? Yes. So oh my gosh, myself okay? and the oldest one, we had whiplash. So and I think kidding? I think I had a concussion. It I was never oh it was never like confirmed, but things were really weird for the first couple of weeks. Like I was really foggy. I was like forgetting things. Like I, I didn't wow. feel normal. So I think yeah. that there probably was a concussion yeah. anyway. Oh my God. Um, so myself and my oldest daughter are going for therapy and the place we go for therapy, they, um, when you go in, they take your temperature and they also, they give you a clean mask. So you have to take off the mask you're wearing and put on theirs. Yep. I know some places are doing that and I understand the logic, right? Because not everybody is clean. I've, right. Since COVID, I'm realizing actually how fucking disgusting a lot of people are. No offense, Can people, I tell you you're how disgusting gross. people are. Can I just yes. tell you really quick? Tell me really quick. <laughs> There's this dude in this building. Ooh. I, 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 I was in the men's room and I was washing my hands. I watched him come into the washroom, wash his hands, go to the urinal, take a piss, and walk right and out. And then walked right out. No fucking way. <laughs> You touch your dick and then touch everything. Then, yep. Are you kidding? <laughs> oh, I have so many of these. Oh, like just seeing how, because I notice it more now because yeah. everybody's being so extra. I notice the disgusting stuff even more. Yeah. Like there's some dirty people. So anyway, I understand <laughs> the logic behind the new mask, but it was really cute because my daughter's six. Yeah. So we go in and now this is maybe her third or fourth visit at this point. And the receptionist knows her by name now and she hands her the mask and I'm helping her put it on. And she said to me, Mom, why do they make us take off our masks just to put on new masks? And I said, well, they want to make sure everybody's masks are clean. She looks right in the receptionist's eyes and she goes, well, you're just making a lot of garbage. (laughs) That's not true. Like, she's not wrong. wrong. (laughs) Uh, She's smart. (laughs) But like, it's true. Killed her with her eyes. You're just making a lot of garbage. Wow. Well, yeah. 
Yeah, what was, what, was the, what was the response? Oh, she just laughed because what else is she going to do? It's true. Like every single person, and this is a busy rehab clinic, right? Because they do deal with MVAs. So like there's people in and out of there all day yeah. and every single person has to get a fresh mask wow. from them. Can I ask you a question? Because like obviously we don't have a, an actual clinic with the reception in a waiting yeah. area. Are clinics operating into the point where there's people in waiting areas? They, they're not supposed to, right? So no, um, when you go in, there's the place where I'm going. You go in, there's like the thing on the floor that says stop right here. So yep. you can't just like walk up to the desk. You stop right there until somebody tells you you can come in. You go in, they check your temperature, they give you the new mask. And then they actually send us out to the hallway to wait until whomever we're seeing comes and gets us. And because oh. there's so many different therapists there, are you normally waiting in the hallway with a whole bunch of other people? No, I think they've staggered the appointments enough I have never, and they have, um, this place is pretty big. So they have actually three different entrances. So there's like a waiting area at one end of the hall, a waiting area at the other. But okay. anytime I've been there, I've been the only person waiting in the hall. Yeah, this is mm. the same with me. So I had to wait in my car. Like I just have to call them and then the reception says, yep, this so-and-so is ready for you. Come in. And then I'm literally the only person in there. Well, even here, like, I don't know if you've ever read the signs I yeah, put on the door. Don't, don't I, enter, it says you can, don't come in until five minutes before your right. appointment. That way I know the person before is long gone. I've right. disinfected and the next person yeah. comes well, in. I, I'm just asking because I, I haven't been to therapy in a very long time. And yeah. like I said, our place here is 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 unconventional it's yeah, not we a don't clinic have a right? it's, it's, a, yeah. it's an office it's a classroom yeah well this place story. that i go to there is a really nice waiting area inside they are just not using it right now like the chairs have been removed there's one chair there that i assume is for new patients because the first day i went they let me sit in the one chair in the nice waiting area mm. to fill out my new patient forms so school now you're in class you're doing labs you you haven't student clinic is only for students that are there in the school how do ops work like are is that the same or it like is it just one body and everybody's going in working on the same body everyone's like in a partner but the thing is it's so stupid because we have our partners in our pods whatever but then our pods have changed now that person is no longer our partner so now you're exposed to another person so every three weeks we change partners and that was how it was working. But now because the new law says whatever, we can't have that many people in the room. Now your partner's changed again. So like we're just constantly changing and it doesn't even matter anymore. Like who you're touching. Although, again, it's if you massage therapists are allowed to work right now. And right. Yeah, I mean, I like I, I was joking with one of my clients before mm-hmm. who was just really she's really um upset as i am as well about the fact that this quote lockdown is really just targeting small businesses oh yeah like it's i agree with her it's ridiculous like people are losing their livelihood yet you can go to costco and walmart and canadian tire and it's business as usual but you know if you own a small mom and pop shop do not go there because the covid lives there right so she was like going on about how ridiculous it is and i said yeah and i said well just to put it into perspective i said not that i don't think not that I think I shouldn't be allowed to work because I absolutely see the value in getting therapy. She's like, oh, yes, please don't shut down. Like, I need yeah. you. I said, but <laughs> if you think about it, I'm allowed to be in a small room and I touch strangers all day. When yeah. I'm finished touching you, <laughs> 30 minutes later, I'm going to touch, touch somebody else. else. Yep. And I mean, yeah, sure, we both have masks on, but we live in a weird world right yeah. now, Mark. Yeah, it's pretty strange. And you think this is going to go on for how long? Oh, I think it's going to go on for another year. For sure. Oh, yeah. But just by the way we're moving right now, yeah. 100%. I think I think people will fucking be in an uproar if it goes on much longer. It's already started. Oh yeah. It's already started. Mm-hmm. There were the people that have been in the uproar since the beginning 
and it, they're they're gaining legs because they're like I said, this this time legs. people who have been okay with the way things are going up till now, like my own clients, as I said, they're starting to see like the hypocrisy in the way the government, government is, is dealing moving. with things. Oh, yeah. And I'm not going to get into a whole rant of the science or the cases or whatever, yeah. but even the fact that we are making decisions right now based on cases and then in the same breath, they're admitting how off we are in case counts. I'm like, well, no wonder people are fucking pissed. Like you're destroying people's lives because of case counts that aren't even accurate. It's, it's painful. Yeah. I think there'll be too much, uh, too much upheaval if it if it goes on way too long to be honest with you well and then, and then what then what are you going to do well then there's going to be the people that say it will stop going on if people just follow the rules yeah. and we don't go out and that may be true except the rules are actually encouraging people to gather so for example we got an announcement on a friday you know leading into holiday season mm-hmm. on a friday that as of monday malls are closed so guess what, what the malls what? in Say Toronto did? Doug Ford's announcement of the second lockdown in Toronto yeah. was on a Friday at three okay. thirty p.m. Yep, that is correct. Right? Yep, yeah, I watched and that. And Monday we knew that everything was going to get locked. Well, malls are going to be locked down. So what did all the malls in Toronto do that weekend? Extended their hours, and they were rammed with people. Yeah, <laughs> Yorkdale was Yorkdale was packed. Rammed because uh, they've extended their hours yeah. in anticipation of the lockdown. Right. There were people on my own social media that I see that were gathering with their family because, oh, as of Monday, we can't do this. I'm like, so what the fuck? You're safe now on Saturday, but right. Monday, but you're, Monday not? you're not? Yeah. Like, it was just <laughs> encouraging stupidity. Right. And then even now, Toronto's locked down, but York Region, Durham Region are not locked down. Right. So what's everybody doing? They're doing their Christmas shopping in Markham and Pickering. Yep. So exactly. those malls are rammed right now. Makes no sense. So yes, to the people that say, if everyone just follows the rules, this will be over sooner. The rules are encouraging people to, to gather 100%. these rules are not helping we need something better i don't know i like i don't know what the answer is but what's happening right and that's why mark always says like you know everyone's just trying what they think is best yeah, yeah. but but it doesn't work and it then, doesn't work and, and then you have the mass group of people and it's growing i know the dude one of the dudes who organizes like all of these rallies and stuff and he's not wrong in a lot of the things that he says so he gets legs on a lot of people. Yeah. But on top of that, he is the scariest type of dude because he's got money. So there is no threat to him. There is no, you're going to get fined. He's like, fuck it, find me. You're going to get arrested. Charge me. I got I got one of the best lawyers on fucking retainer. Right. Go ahead. So yeah. he's like actually the scariest kind of combative dude for this whole thing because there, what would normally cause fear in the regular person for him, there is zero. And he's also, he's a little aggressive sometimes too. And that's the other thing. Majority of people in the very beginning were comply, comply, comply because of, you know, like for example, let's take me for, as an example, mm-hmm. If the government is telling me you can keep your job, you can go back to work as long as you follow these protocols, am I going to do it? Of course I am. I want I want to go back to work. I want to see my clients. I'm going to do whatever they say. And that was a lot of people. But now people have lost a lot of shit. So now they're not seeing that there's any benefit to complying. complying yeah. As we said, you know, we won't name businesses, but off mic, we were joking around and talking about all of the businesses around here that are just saying, fuck it. And they're doing whatever they want. 
you know, only people know about Adam Adamson barbecue Skelly, only because yeah. he, you know, he went on social media and he on told everyone what he, what he was doing. But yeah. he's not alone. There's lots of small businesses lots. that are saying fuck it, and they're just oh, there was a, there was a gym in Scarborough that tried to do the exact same thing, mm-hmm. right down at uh, down down at Kennedy in uh, Ellesmere area, mm-hmm. and uh, so they had this whole thing on on their social media, like come in for a masked workout and blah 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 blah. Right. Oh no 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 no. It's when they went to open their doors in the morning, they were met by fucking Popo. Wow. You're not opening today. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. It's insane. It's insane. So yeah, I guess I, I guess we'll see what happens. But if this does go on much longer, yeah, I feel like there's going to be more and more people not complying. For sure. So are the rules helping or hindering? And there's like, nothing you know. can do about it. When Doug Ford even stands there and he's like, you know what? I can't even be mad. Can't be mad because I understand that you're losing your fucking livelihood here. People are desperate. Yeah. Like, I mean, again, we're still, I sit from a place of privilege, which I always say when we talk about COVID stuff, because, you know, I'm I'm still able to work in some capacity, but I mean, I purposely have been trying to avoid looking at numbers and looking at the amount of income we've lost, just like us who yeah. are not, you know, shut down completely, right. the amount of income we've lost since the spring. And we're not alone. It's everybody. Yeah. But there are people who have lost everything. There are yeah. people who have had to close their doors forever. We know personally clinic owners who haven't been able to reopen. So fuck I hope this it's doesn't go on sad. another year. It's yeah. very sad. Like there are people who have literally nothing, nothing. left. Yeah. And, you know, I, I understand why people are getting sick of this, like, you know, all you have to do is stay home, be responsible, stay home. Well, staying home is killing some people. So do you feel like you're getting robbed of your massage therapy education? Like, do you feel like I can be a better therapist if I had school? Don't worry, she has us. I do have I'm you curious, guys. I do have you guys, but I don't feel like that because like I'm a good student myself. Like yeah. I like studying and I like doing my own thing, but I know that there are students that are finding their ways to get this easier route and I know that they're not going to be feeling as confident when they're going into their OSCE and say, "Hey, I can do this." You know what I mean? But yeah. No, like nothing for me. Like I don't feel like I'm being robbed as long as you're doing the work and you're asking questions, you're putting in your effort, you're doing external research outside of school. Right. I feel like you can get the same amount like as before you know what i mean as long as you take that initiative you know what Absolutely. i mean yeah. Nice. yeah so i'm not i don't feel any like any rob getting robbed is your mom getting a lot of massages i can't even touch her i can't even touch ah. her she starts laughing as soon as i touch her leg <laughs> i can't do any sot's on her i can't do anything <laughs> like ah. i can't touch her hip <laughs> i can't do anything with her and she's overly um like she's very <laughs> Oh my gosh she's hypermobile. like her legs like all the way up to her freaking face and i'm like dude <laughs> like can you just relax for two seconds for me please <laughs> just two seconds can't touch her without laughing that's funny that's yeah funny. so i'm one of those people that are doing sot's on myself <laughs> and all the other stuff so when do you graduate you graduate 2022, 2022 yeah okay yeah so i mean let's just fucking hope that maybe maybe when the warmer weather approaches in 2021 things can start to be less restrictive and maybe you'll get a little more in class in lab time. But like you said, you're a good student. I wouldn't worry about you. And the fact that I can ask you guys anything. Yes, of course. (laughs) You always have us. Do you have any classmates that have like, I'm not coming back. I don't want to do this anymore. Like this whole thing of touching people and, and all this stuff is, I don't want to be a massage therapist anymore. Not in terms of that. They just don't want to come back because they feel like they're getting robbed. Some people do really feel like they're getting robbed. It's different semesters that I've spoken to. That's the reason why, but it's not 
because we were all touching. Like we know that we need to. Right, like, right, right. Yeah. Staff? Did you lose any staff along the way? We did lose some staff only because, because of this not because of that, just okay. because people didn't choose that block with that teacher in it. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, but they have their own practice that they're open as well. How do you feel about treating people? Does it make you nervous or do you, are you no, it doesn't make me nervous at all. I'm taking all the necessary precaution anyway. I'm wearing all my my PPE, so I'm I'm good. Like I'm, yeah, I'm confident. Whatever. I wash my hands, sanitize. That's the thing that's really like. Sometimes when I analyze it and I think about it, like I said, I'll, I'll say to my clients, like, yeah, I'm in this room and I'm touching people, but I feel like sometimes I have to say it out loud because I don't feel nervous. Like people don't scare me. The virus itself is not, it's not something that's on my mind every day. You know, like I just want to go in, see my clients. And like you said, I take the precautions. I do the pre-screen. I do the screening again when they come in. And I also trust them. I think that is helpful. Like I have clients that I know that they're not going to lie to me. They're, they're good people, but I don't feel nervous. You know, when we're in the treatment room, I'm not thinking like, Oh my God, what if they came into contact? Like it, it doesn't cross my mind. So yeah. you don't ever worry about someone lying to you about a pre-screen just out of curiosity? Me? No, yeah. I really Even don't. Even when we've heard the story, we've heard the story. Like on, in Facebook land, we've heard the story of someone, and we've talked about it before on the podcast, someone who is like the last 10 minutes of the treatment and their patient's like, oh yeah, by the way, I wasn't oh truthful God. on the, 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 the screening. So before you enter the school, you have to en- um, ask, it asks you like four or five pre-screenings on their app. And um, the security guard just dings you in, lets you in. You can sit at, in the comments, it's pretty open. Like you just have one chair per table. You can study, you can do whatever you want there. But like there are students in that school and that campus that just don't even wear masks. And sometimes like the security guards do come down and like, they'll be like, oh, like put on your mask. But like, they're not even like that strict on it. You know what mm. I mean? So that's the only thing that makes me worry. Yeah. But then there are those people that are, you know, taking their necessary precaution, washing their hands, whatever. The school has to trust those people that they're answering the screening honestly. Yeah. But how many people are actually answering honestly? Mm. Four or five questions. You know what I'm curious is because we had someone, did, did she talk about her school, Vivian? Did she mention her school that she was involved with? Vivian? Yes. yes. So she was, this is before they were open back up and she was at Mohawk College, so a community yeah. college. And she was describing to us their the, the school's protocol, mm-hmm. which was like, everyone is good. There's only designated entrances. And then upon entry, they're going to get screened. They're going to get, they're going to get, um, what the fuck temperature? is it? Temperature, temperature gun, yeah. make sure they have their PPE and all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Is, is your school operating like that Yeah, as we well? have a designated we have only entrance, one entrance open for everybody. And then as as you're entering, all yeah, of that stuff is happening? you meet the security guard, you show them that you did your pre-screening, right. and then you beep your card, and then you're done. Yeah, but you're right about trusting people. I mean, fuck. You know Let's what face I find it, the security guard though? is not the, not the brightest ball while like, the train doesn't this, give a fuck. No, the Let's say I wake up, care. like, right now it's cold season, like your flu season, right? Yep, yep, okay, yep. I wake up one day and I have a sore throat. Does that mean automatically I have COVID? But then we're kind of getting penalized at the same time because it's like, if you miss lab, that's a competency that you're losing, right? Mm. So obviously more people are bound to lie and say, yeah, I'm going to come in and do my pre-screen, even though I feel a little sick. Right. I'm still going to come that's in because true. I in know. School because I'm just a little bit of a yeah. cold. Because right. yeah. I don't want to lose my competency, right? right. So I'm going to go in, even though I don't feel 100, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I feel like in a school environment that would be at higher risk. Yeah. I think the reason I don't worry though is because one thing I have found helpful. So when I do the pre-screen, um, it's electronic. I will either send it via text or email to the clients like when they book the appointment or if they book the appointment like weeks out, I send it closer to the appointment. And then 
I verbally screen them when they come in. I feel like people are less likely to lie when they're staring you in the face. In the face, yeah. So like they come in and I've <laughs> got the questions posted like right at the front when they, like there's a table. I mean, is it set out right now? Yeah, no, it is. No, not right now. Oh no, it's not. Okay. But there's a table that's usually set out that stops you that there's a sign that says, you know, please wash your hands. So they've got to do that. And then right beside it is the same questions that I've already sent them through text or email. And I'm like, okay, stop. I said, read through those again for me real quick. And then they'll stand there and I'm standing, staring at yeah, them. And yeah. I said, can you just, you know, answer the questions? And I feel like that somehow makes me feel more confident. Cause I'm like, are you going to lie staring me in the face right, right now? No, seriously, yeah. And I if they like, do, they're a sociopath. <laughs> right. But I feel like people would be <laughs> more, more apt to lie. Like you said, cause you're doing this pre-screen electronically yeah, and then the security guards just checking you in. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's it. They're just tapping your student card. Okay, you're free to go. Have there been any breakouts at your school or, that you know of? Um, yeah, and outbreaks, breakouts. One, what what are they called? Outbreaks. Outbreaks. Yeah. <laughs> what are they called? Breakout. Fuck. Yeah, we've had one. No, breakouts is what's happening to my face because of these fucking masks. Yeah, <laughs> Same here. that's like, yeah. See my that's... entire jaw right here. Anyways, but yeah, no, we've had one. Um, and a teacher was in direct contact, and then the tech was in indirect contact with that teacher, and this is where like the whole, it was weird. Okay. Um, the one teacher that was in indirect contact only quarantined for one week when we've had other students. So she got tested. She got tested negative. Then we've had students in my semester that have been tested for COVID and they were negative and they had to quarantine for two weeks. But faculty didn't. So that's where it kind of brings like. So yeah. the rules only apply to us. That's weird. Yeah. And this uh, we were talking about off mic, this poor one of um, Yvonne's friends, this happened to her. So she had to wait for the test, then wait for the test results. Test results came back negative, but they still wanted her to quarantine for two weeks. So basically she Why? missed something like three weeks of school. Yeah. And a whole bunch of labs and the person who was, I guess, responsible for making sure that like stuff was uploaded online so she could stay up to date didn't do it. So anyway, basically, she missed three weeks of school and then returns back to school and is so far behind. One of the faculty actually said to her, yeah, you might want to think about redoing this whole semester. You're too far behind. What? Yeah. Right? That's quite That's sad. jacked up, man. That's yeah, really sad. I was like, that's not right. Like yeah. in this situation... People should not be penalized if they have to miss because of COVID reasons. Because yeah. again, this person didn't have COVID. Like yeah. she was being honest and taking precautions and did the test and did the quarantine, yeah. you know, to make sure she's not putting anyone else at risk. And then she's told, oh, you're too far behind now. I yeah. feel like in that case, like the school should have been doing everything to make sure she didn't fall behind. Yeah, because as soon as you feel, I, I don't know if it's like that at other colleges too in the same program, but as soon as you feel one um, course here like in this program you have to go back a whole semester like they don't let you go forward so you mm. have to go back a whole like we're in semester three you're going back all the way to semester two again so or you have to redo the entire semester three so like you can't move forward and still do the other course that you failed so frustrating yeah. so like not everyone has money to do that anyway too no so for like, sure yeah it was it's something that's the only thing that's been on my mind like with coming back to work mm -hmm. because we do have a child who's in school and as we said before schools operate under different rules right. so she's in a class with i think 21 students i mean i got to see her classroom not inside because of yeah. course parents are not allowed yeah. but um 
one day she had her physio appointment in the morning. So I had to drop her off late to school. So I bring her around the front of the school Mm -hmm. to go in. And as we were walking by, she's like, oh, that's my classroom. So I got to see through the window and they've got the desks uh, separated and they've got the little plexiglass shields around every desk. Oh, wow. So she's like in her own little bubble. So yeah, yeah, they are doing that. And all the windows were open. Like that's how I got to see it so clearly because they keep the windows open for extra ventilation. But anyway, um, What was I saying about the school? Shit. Oh, right. So we have a kid that's in school. Mm -hmm. This has been my only stressor with this whole thing is if she gets sick, non-COVID, you know, she's a kid. At some point, she's going to have a cold or something, right? If she gets sick, she has to quarantine. That means I have to quarantine. So we've already decided, like, if she gets sick, Mark, you're moving out. Because we can't close down the whole business. It's my bed. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, legit, he has to move out. So the week before thanksgiving chilling at the holiday Inn, like wow leading leading into thanksgiving <laughs> weekend um yeah. she had some cold symptoms and i was mm-hmm. like oh fuck Shit. like here yeah. we are but because it was going into thanksgiving weekend mm-hmm. mark didn't have a class right, right? because yeah, we don't yeah. teach so i was like okay at least you don't have a class we can figure out what to do mm-hmm. and so we literally went back and forth and back and forth because our two options with the school are either she does the quarantine yeah or she can go get a COVID test. And mm-hmm. if it's negative, as long as she's symptom free for, I think, I don't remember if it was 24 or 48 24 hours. hours yeah. Yeah. Then she can go back to school. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, we're a day away from Thanksgiving weekend. It was a Thursday. Yeah. Like, let's just, let's just do the test, I guess. Mm-hmm. I felt so bad because she's, she's sick. Yeah, she's sick. Oh but gosh. she's such yeah. a trooper. I mean, this is the same kid that had Kawasaki disease. This is the same wow. kid that had Lyme disease. Yeah. You know, like she watches her blood getting taken. Right. She's she's oh. a we've, champ. We've spent many, many a, a late night hour. In, in the in, ER. In, in, in yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she oh. was fine with yeah. it. We said, okay, we're going to go do the test. And I explained to her what it was and mm-hmm. she was all ready for it. So I took her to get a COVID test on a Thursday morning and we got the results back on the Sunday morning just before thanksgiving none of us got sick she was the only one and the craziest part was she only had symptoms for a day by the time i even took her for the test she was symptom free even the nurse was like i feel bad doing this because she wasn't sick but it was either that or she has to isolate and then like i said what are we gonna do are we gonna come back to work because i like i felt like ethically we couldn't be having people here if we've right. got a kid at home that's quarantining because yeah. she, no. you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. we were like, fuck, yeah. what do we do? Right. So we took her for the test. It was negative, all good. She went back to school on the Tuesday and we didn't have to like cancel any tests. Right. She took her like a champ though, didn't good even cry, her. didn't oh flinch. God. She, it made her eyes water a little bit. That was course, it. Yeah. She oh was gosh. good. Trooper. Yeah, she was Aww. a trooper. I really hope we don't have to do that again. That's the only thing is I just, I don't want anybody in our house getting anything because these days, well, it's all COVID. It's all yeah. COVID. Everything is COVID. Yeah. You have a cough. It's COVID. COVID. Your nose is running. It's COVID. You have yeah. diarrhea. It's COVID. COVID. <laughs> the flu does not exist anymore. It's yeah. all COVID. COVID. Mm-hmm. True. Goddamn the vid. Right. The vid. Who, what were you watching the other name? Kevin Hart. The vid. The vid. <laughs> I got oh some God. vid. <laughs> <laughs> That's tough. Do you know anyone personally who has tested COVID? positive? No. No. Don't know anybody. Apparently, I have an aunt in a nursing home who is positive. She has COPD. And she's asymptomatic. That blows my mind. I'm not very close with this aunt. She's one of my dad's older sisters. So I don't know the whole story, but I was told, I know she has COPD and I know she's in a nursing home and I was told she tested positive, but was asymptomatic. Interesting, right? Interesting. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm thankful. Thankfully, yeah, that's great. <laughs> she's, she's asymptomatic she's and yeah. she's doing well. Right. Anything else you want to ask Yvonne about, about athletics, about injuries, about school, about COVID? <laughs> 
I kind of want to know what, what, when you're finished, what do you think you want to do? So right after I finish the program, do my OSCE pass, speaking into existence, um, I just want to open up my own little thing in my house. I'm actually working on it right now um, in my basement. I'm just little creating a little room, whatever. Nice. Um, but at the same time, I'm going to do like that whole thing where I'm working at a clinic, just renting out a room for the day and treat people there. And hopefully in the my end goal is just to open up my own clinic yeah. and um, yeah, and have other people work for me and have a whole training facility and everything like that. Nice. Yeah. I'm still like debating it. on doing kin as well. Yeah. Like I'm just thinking about it and I'll figure it out, but it's in, it's in there nice, <laughs> somewhere. Nice, it's yeah. so nice to be so young and have so many <laughs> yeah. opportunities in front of you. Yeah. That's cool though. I yeah. dig it. I totally dig it. I really want to do get into traditional Chinese medicine though. Like that's something I've always said to my mom. Like I really want to get into this. Mm -hmm. Like ever since I met my, my Korean therapist, he's amazing. Like that guy's awesome. Yeah. Um, He really inspired me to like get into that stuff. Like it's just so interesting. Like the way he, like instead of dry needling and the traditional Chinese medicine, it's so different and it's like so cool. Like, and it's helped me a lot within all my injuries. So mm -hmm. I definitely wanted to learn in and get into that. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's nice. cool. So many different things you can do. Yeah, there's so many things. Yeah. Did you know she speaks Cantonese like fluently? I would have guessed. Somewhat. <laughs> yeah. I dabble into it. <laughs> I dabble. <laughs> yeah. I almost don't think you'd have a choice though. There's too no, many people around you. Exactly. Yeah. There's too many people around you that yeah. are just, you know. <laughs> Not speaking it's English good to know in your anyway. ear. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Thanks for coming cool. by. Yeah. Thanks fun. for coming thanks so for late. Me. I guess for you, this no, doesn't feel late. We're so old. I'm studying around this time anyway. That's <laughs> fine. Thanks for coming by. This has been fun. You guys have been listening to Two Massage Therapists at a Microphone. Peace.